Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some Forex. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, the show brought to you by... A little bit of Queensland spirit. Henry Bretts, I got one word for you, mate. It's not Brisbane, it's Queenslander. <laughs> oh, no. Joseph Bartholomew <laughs> Dwyer, friend, brother, and Selwyn Cobbo's maths tutor. This <laughs> Come on, is a good day. Good. Oh, mate, this, this is, is a, a good day. The sun is, I mean, it's actually a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky, probably about top of 18 degrees here in Brisbane, and it is a day where the origin spirit has shined on us yet again. I'm over the moon. Queensland won. Uh, we're unpacking Stone's Corner today, uh, which is also great. But I want to say a few things so about... Mad. I want to say a few things about New South Wales. Yeah. They just don't get it. Yeah. And I know it's been floating around. I know it's almost mm. becoming a cliche, but there's no better way to encapsulate it as a state... As a people, they just don't fucking get it. They never will get it. No. And sure, they're gonna. Here's the thing: it's the law of big numbers. They're gonna win a game every now and again. Oh, they're yeah. gonna win a series here and there. They are gonna win a series yeah. here and there. But they they're, they're don't. professional athletes who are played to play a sport. They're going to win some games. They're gonna win some games. They don't fucking get Origin. They don't get it at all. And I'm gonna say this: all the series that the Blues have won in the last ten decades, they weren't real Origin series. No, yeah, absolutely. Really, they just won't, and they don't yeah. count. What what they were is you won, value. you won two to three games of rugby league in a series of three. That that and wasn't you were wearing a, a blue shirt. Of, yeah, that wasn't a state of origin game. No, it wasn't. Okay? No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> and and You're I'll say pathetic. this: not just not just the Blues team or, or coaching staff, New South Wales, and not just related to state of origin in general, they just don't get it. You go to Sydney it. and it's a city full of people who just don't quite get it. They don't get it. They don't and they, get you know what, it's, what, it is. what it's about. <laughs> that Because they go, oh, what, this, the Maroons magic, the myth of origin. They grow mm. a second head. It's amazing. Yeah, bro. Because as this entire podcast says, the, the reason we exist is because if you don't have a little bit of underdog mongrel in you, if you don't have the whole country and sometimes the world laughing at you for the better part of 50 years and saying yeah. you're a backwater hillbilly town, you can't form camaraderie. Do you know who doesn't have camaraderie or spirit or togetherness? Fucking people who live in Sydney who have been told they're the best by the entire yeah, absolutely. better part of their lives. There's nothing character building. And this is devel uh, sort of divulging into, what do I mean to say there? Diverting? Anyway, um, into a broader statement, Henry, but you can't really build character if you don't ever have any adversity. Like Now, now I'm going to have some problems. <laughs> we may need to pause for a second because my headphones have died. Hello. Have a chat for me. Speaking. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, cool. I'm on AirPods too. All right. Cool. Uh, but yeah, Henry, at the end of the day, New South Wales don't get it. Uh, it was great. The vibe in Brisbane for Origin was um, was just fantastic. Went to the Norman Bee, 
Uh, great big screen. I actually had a very satisfying moment. This is, this is probably the last thing I'll say about Origin because we are unpacking Brisbane, not unpacking State of Origin. Um, but as is learnt every year by people watching major sporting events, generally they're not streamed on Fox. So Origin and the Grand Final, I don't think are on Fox. They're only on Channel 9. Um, and we get to the Norma B. And the Fox pre-show finishes and there's just this big, on every screen in this massive pub, it's just a big countdown timer that goes, the post-show will be on in like two hours. And about 10 minutes went by, no one was doing anything. And I decided to be a little bit dicky. And I said, hey, to a security guard. And I was like, oh, hey, um, who should I talk to about getting the actual origin on? And he just looked at me like this fucking idiot. Like, what do you know? And he goes, the origin, what are you talking about? And I go, because Fox doesn't show it. It's only on channel nine. You need to change the channel. And he, full credit, pulls out his radio, just mud like, and then just goes to me, yep, don't worry, mate, we'll get it sorted. Um, but I'm sure that was a similar experience for you, Henry, judging by the way you're nodding. God, peas in a pod. I was also <laughs> the guy at the bar we were at yeah, who right. went and spoke to the owner of the bar right. because I went to OBJ's sports bar in Tansville. Oh, awesome yeah. bar, um, American sports themed bar. I reckon there was at minimum 20 screens. I've never seen so many TVs <laughs> in my life. All around, people ordering. I ordered a half rack of ribs. Oh, Just like real American the proper that's yeah, the American. real America. there was a mass shooting it was uh yeah yeah, yeah the, the real, real america. america yeah 100 percent. joe biden was there didn't do much <laughs> just the real america yeah uh matt mcconaughey's fun though <laughs> do you see that tom hanks has another disease <laughs> oh gosh yeah. uh but so we yeah same thing the huge and i was i was attuned for this because i don't know if you remember when i invited my schoolmates over to nah, watch the I, afl i told the story to everyone at the normal yeah, yeah. last night it's Invol- so funny <laughs> I was like, yeah, mate, I'll host. Everyone coming over, same thing. Exactly the same thing. Everyone comes in on the TV. Fox, weird that Fox also do a full pregame. They do all yeah, the pregame. Yeah, they don't tell you that they're not about and to show it. Until, like, and say, the and we'll, pretty much kick off. There's such dicks about it. They don't even have like a thing that says, heads up, we're not showing the game. Yeah, that, or but like they just do their now. countdown to the, to the post-game yeah, yeah, analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, and listen, when that AFL thing happened, Great time to live at Caxton Street because we just went across the road to the yeah, hotel. Yeah. But last night, yeah, same thing. And people are starting to notice. And it was 8.03. So it's, it was getting cut pretty fine. Like, yeah. And then we were watching the blokes get the Foxtel remote out. So all the screens go to the Foxtel <laughs> TV guide. And he keeps going to sport as the tab. And the whole bar is like... No, no it's free you've to got air. it. It's free you've to got free to air. Nine, free to seven, ten, ABC, SBS. That exact oh, banner and mate, th- he was he was this close to putting on world movies. I thought we were going to watch the very talented Mr. Ripley at one oh, point. We had to oh, watch Emily. On. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, look at this alien resurrection. Yeah. So we. But then they figured out they had to change the antenna at maybe like eight oh seven. I know there were some great moments in the game. I don't know if there was a bigger cheer throughout the whole night than the whole bar <laughs> when the actual TV they got working. put the and I'd on. the ribs. I'd already ordered a half a rack of ribs. So I was like, dude, I got ribs coming. I, I paid can't a lot just of money sit here watching ribs. a countdown timer for two hours. I got, we're going to have to hightail it to another <laughs> venue. What, the, what are we going to do? Yeah, oh, it was a great game, mate. Pat safe. Carrigan. We should talk about like briefly Pat Carrigan. Oh, I don't yeah. know about you, but... Uh, when the game started, he was someone who, who was two years below me at school who I'd say hello to. I think by about the 40-minute mark, he was my oldest and best friend, closer than brothers. Yeah, yeah, uh, similar for me. Uh, it was 
oh, he taught me everything I knew, um, you know, best school captain Terrace has ever had, possibly the best person to ever go to the school. I do, I, I mean, we talk a lot about our, our alumni, uh, Gregory Terrace on the show, Henry. Um, I think he must be our first Queensland origin player. Yeah, yeah, I would think Cause, so. Cause he, he, and you wouldn't traditionally... Did Bernard Fanning get a run on? <laughs> oh, yeah, probably, probably had a go. I think, I he, think, I think um, he was a feisty lot. I think Osher Gunsberg. <laughs> mm, I heard that, that yeah. He, did he go to Terrace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, didn't play for Andrew G. <laughs> no. did, did, didn't play for Queensland though. Uh, no, Paddy Carrigan probably probably my man in the match. Game changed when he came on, just like uh, the school changed under his leadership in 2015. So true, mate. And in the same, you know how they say Brian Epstein was the fifth Beatle. Yeah, I mean Pat's the third host of Unpacking Brisbane. He's yeah, the yeah, oldest, yeah, yeah. our he's oldest and best, oldest and oldest, best friend of the show, yeah, and he's yeah. behind everything we do. So it was great to see him succeed in his stage, like we've succeeded on ours uh, our, our carrigan our our core stadium which is uh, a zoom podcast mm. hen uh only other housekeeping yeah. thing should probably talk about the uh man- as you've written the mangrove singles party yeah we're hosting a singles party that's what it is right <laughs> i uh, i'm i'm not going to be there for this one so i thought i'm pretty sure that's what it is is it's just a big yeah. singles night hold up a green sign if you're single yellow yeah if you're that, not that sure. sort of traffic Bacon. light thing um red I've always found that so funny at singles nights. They're like, obviously, red if you take it. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you come to a singles night? Here's one. Go see a movie. <laughs> go, go home. The only two colours. I mean, really, the only colour should yeah, be green. I'm just one of these guys in a relationship <laughs> who goes and hangs out at a singles party. Obviously, I hold the red up. But I'm just, I don't know. It's, okay. it's sort of like people, who, and I know we've mentioned this on the show before, but people who live in Brisbane and go hang out at hostels are freaks. Oh, complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar of like... Just unless it's Birdies, which I which is not a real hostel. No, it's not a real hostel. I didn't realise it was probably like a hostel bar until after going there. So like they don't really advertise it as that. If you're go if you're going up to where the flaming galar is and popping into like the bunk bunk backpackers or whatever and just being like, Oh, I'm just gonna <laughs> hang out. Banana banana I just like meeting, backpackers. I just like meeting people from overseas. Uh pull your head in. <laughs> get a get a grip. Or at that point, just go overseas. Why? Uh, yeah, here? here's one. Tell you where you can meet a lot of people from Europe. 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 <laughs> uh, Not Petri be- Terrace. Uh, but yeah, some mangrove single launch uh, on the 30th of June at It's Still a Secret. Uh, fascinating name of the venue. Named venue. Name of the venue. Um, tickets are, are selling uh, reliably, which is good, uh, but it's a pretty small capacity. So you're going to want to get in now. The usual, uh, usual rules don't apply. But... Um, yeah, Pat Carrigan will Can be there. there. Yep, uh, absolutely. I mean, he any any, will. any Queensland Origin representative uh, can walk in for free uh, because because I can't physically stop them, and I don't <laughs> I don't see myself tackling Josh Papali'i out of the bar. So. Yeah, Jeremiah Nanai just charging on. How about him coming back on, bro? Oh my that god! Yeah, we, yes. All, being it surrounded was, by was... Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, and then being like, "Season's over." Todd Payton, Chad yeah, Townsend, yeah. already tweeting a sad face, and then like there were all these tweets within the next fifteen minutes, being like, "It's not as bad as it looked." We're thinking it's only going to be a month. A month? Try four minutes. <laughs> he just jogs back on. He was writhing in pain, like he was dying. And it's then, like Madame he, Pomfrey gave him some of that growth, a bit of skelly growth. <laughs> I think he had a bit of skelly growth. He got no bones left. Broken. Let's wrap us up. I'll break your ankle. I'm in JT. <laughs> anyway, let's rip in, uh, rip in to Stone's Corner, Hen. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're 
I'd like to start with um, uh, the traditional um, question. Yep. What do you have for Brett? No. Uh, what do you think the Population Stones Corner is? Now, I'll um, say, I'll give no you this idea. hint. I know I never get it right Ge- anymore, but I genuinely have no idea. Geographically, uh, because as we'll get on to, Stones Corner has only been, was a suburb, then wasn't, has only been a suburb since 2017. And geographically, it's fucking tiny. Mm. Um, am, I, am I crazy oh. if I come out and say, oh, okay. No, no, come out and come out and say. Like, am I crazy if I come out and say like 900? No, I think that was around about the population of Petrie Terrace. But here's the twist for you, Henry. I should have checked this. The Wikipedia does not have the population. Oh. That must, it must be very small. But, all right, no. Well I've, well, I've found one that says 5,631, but I don't think that's true at all. Too big. That's, that hey, can't be right. Maybe there hasn't been a census. Okay, well, we genuinely don't know. There's 8,000 people in Green Slopes and Stones Corner was a carve out of that. Uh, but if you look at Stones Corner on a map, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's basically just like the shops. Like there's... Yeah. I almost don't see where people could live except for the apartments above the shops. And I as walk, we'll get on to, property developers have sunk their big greedy teeth into the place. There are some yeah. big monolithic, very ugly buildings there uh, that I think they're trying to... That The property developers smell blood yeah, and they're, and they're, they're giving it a go. Yeah, they're, I reckon they're trying I to kill. Walk. They're trying to kill Stones Corner. Send it to the Stones Coroner. <laughs> send it to the Stone Age. Um, I reckon I could Ooh. walk the width of Stones Corner in about five minutes. So yeah, I'm going to say there oh, are you 900 could. people there, Henry. It's a pretty ableist comment. Um, <laughs> I could uh, I could do it one legged, but oh, I shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. Shouldn't in have to. Trump's, that's in the Trump's thing. America. In, in Albo's Australia. In uh, and it has been better. Uh, well, it has been quite easy under Albanese. Um, Hey, all I'll say probably... is 100% win rate for the Maroons under the Albanese era. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and the fact that it's been very easy for Albanese might have more to do with just life going well rather than any policies of the new government. But, but who's to say? Uh, who's, who's, who's to who's, say? Mate, who's to absolute say? arrogant to say. Uh, well, I guess, we, I guess we chalk it up as a win to me because you couldn't find the population. Yeah, I, I, think by, I think by default, that's me. Uh, yeah, it's oh, like a well, let's, default judgment. Mm. Let's talk about this exceedingly short Wikipedia page. Yeah, the area was originally known as Burnett's, Burnett's Swamp, being low-lying land around the flood-prone Norman Creek. The mm. triangle of land, which in brackets they say is the corner, here we go, already, like a prequel film, they're just already laying the seeds. I love it, yeah. Uh, the corner at the southeast of the junction of Logan Road and Old Cleveland Road, two very iconic roads, was purchased by James Stone in 1875. Now, for people out there who I, I will admit this entered my mind, thought maybe, just maybe, it's a bit of a, I think it's safe to say it's a bit of a druggy area. We'll, we'll talk about the yeah, uh, validity I, I, of comparisons with West End a bit later, but I, I did think whether it did come from a colloquial... St- I, I know it's an official suburb now, but I did think, did it get its name through just like a stoner's corner? Like people just yeah, fair going enough. into secondhand clothes shops, smoking well, a joint. And it just, it sounds like, it sounds colloquial. It doesn't it sound like, like Crack official... Alley. It sounds in the same out of the universe <laughs> as Crack Alley. Are you going to Stones Corner or Crack Alley? Oh, crack Alley. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to Murderer's Row. 
No, you know? that's cool. No, that's, that's cool. cool. I was I was thinking just on a on a very quick diversion. We've probably talked about this before, but it is weird that some suburbs are called like South Brisbane, and others are called Holland Park West. Mm. Like, why is the South or the West on different sides of it? Completely irrelevant to Stones Corner. But mm. imagine if we called South Bank Bank South. So true. Or West Holland Park. Well, Mount yeah. that upper. Which makes more sense, I think, in terms of traditional sentence it structure. Be before. Yeah. West Holland Park. Holland Park. West. It's like yeah, they forgot. To- oh, it's like I you're love, yelling Perth, directions man. to I go to- <laughs> Yeah. I love Perth. Getting I love to going Holland to Park. Australia. West, West, West. West, West. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's mm. really amazing that James Stone... Yeah, Stoney. So it's not a drug reference. Just a guy whose last name was Stone. There you go. Uh, So he purchased that corner in 1875. Now, he tried to get a license to operate a hotel at the location, but was unsuccessful. So what he did was he brewed and sold ginger beer instead. And the area took the name Stone's Corner and later became a suburb with that name. Now, that's a pretty cool story. And it's pretty succinct. Uh, But also... How fucked up was this James Stone guy that he couldn't get a license to run a pub in 1875? <laughs> I get the impression that they were just giving them away. They're like, right, oh, Brisbane, new city, pub. Yeah, yeah, show us how you pull a beer. Guinness, two minutes. Oh, well done. Yeah, you're so right. That is such a like, how did he not, get Imagine not getting a license for something in 1875. It was the Wild West. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I failed. they even had licenses. It's like, yeah, I, I failed my, um, my L's on the horse. It ran over someone. Like, like, like yeah, actually, the I whole idea of I, I, I didn't do my hundred hours in the, in the horse-drawn <laughs> on, carriage, on saddleback. Uh, but yeah, good on, good on James. And I suspect he brewed the ginger beer on a corner of some variety. Well, have you have you had Stones Corner ginger beer? No, I didn't know it existed. It does, and it's absolute good. news to me. Yeah, it's very good. I remember it. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I had a bit of a moment when I was much younger. I, or maybe this is just because a, one particular family friend of ours, I think, was always drinking it. And I was like, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bundaberg ginger beer guy. I know oh, it's the mainstream option. There is a good one up here, actually. Um, Wimmers, which is a soft oh, yeah, company yeah, yeah. You know, in Wimmers, uh, You know, Wimmers was um, installed in the vending machines at Terrace for like six months. Oh, Wimmers- Seriously? Oh, Wimmer's soft drink is heads and shoulders the best in the world. A Wimmer's it, creaming for soda your, like, or a raspberry. Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's extraordinary. Like, super mm. sweet. Feels yeah. quite, like, dense. It's not so much yeah. refresh. It's the soft drink that feels closest to a main meal. Oh, it's a, it's a real burrito of a drink. Yeah, which is sort of a Willy Wonka-esque description. Uh, not that we're going to weigh in on that guy. Yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about that alleged i mean i mean listen malpractice I mean, we're not doesn't even it. begin when oh fuck mate he's not suing us roll yeah. you think roll dahl's rolling in his grave because yeah. unpacking brisbane is shitting all over it mate i'll shit on i'll shit on matilda i'll, I'll, I'll shit on the witches yeah. i'll shit I'll, on seo trot if i want to i'll shit on the big friendly giant i'll no. shit on james and the giant peach he loves giants, didn't he? Oh, I saw a great tweet where like, it's like Roald Dahl pitching something. He's like, oh, so there's this uh, like normal thing. And the publisher's like, is it giant? And he's like, yeah, it's fucking huge. <laughs> he, lo- he loves Great guy though, Roald Dahl. Apparently quite anti-Semitic. So I'll take yeah, that back. Heard... And you don't meet many Rolds these days, do you? I think the name... No, Imagine Rold. writing rhymes so <laughs> revolting that you ended the name Rold. 
Uh, mate, I can barely find a Stone's Corner gin. There's, oh, okay, I'm looking at it now. No, I've definitely on? never had a Stone's Corner ginger beer in my life. Um, oh, well, we, I don't have too much more to say about the ginger beer, about, apart from the fact no, that no, I know no, it let's... exists, and I like ginger beer generally. I agree. Let's power Now, what I'd never do is buy a case of alcoholic ginger beers and be like, that's my drink for the night. Here's how it works with alcoholic ginger beers. You have one with heaps of ice and lime at a bowls club to start the session. Also, when you're a little bit dusty, you turn up on a Saturday afternoon to a bowls club after a very big Friday night. You're still a bit drunk. You feel like the absolute crust like I do right now. I have to admit, I maybe was asleep minutes before we started recording this because... I was out celebrating a victory last night. <laughs> I wondered because you didn't reply to my message. That's funny because I was a bit late because I went for a bike ride. But uh, oh. well, you were bike riding and I was sleeping and feeling different cloth. I was feeling like an <laughs> absolute New South Welshman for a bit there, but oh, the amount you, of just very it. heavy Pacific ales from the Tiny mm. Mountain Brewery. Shout out to the great local brewery in Townsville. Mm. Uh, but I felt like a bottom. But anyway. If you do feel like a bottom and you roll into a bowls club, get yourself a big glass of ice, alcohol, ginger beer, and lime. And then after you finish that exact one, be an adult and start drinking a beer. Yeah. And you can pivot Cut to the a... ginger. Just pivot beer. To a, it's a cleaner. Pac- <laughs> like a Pacific Ale or a Tropical Pale or something. Oh. You know, you can stay light. You can switch you to... You have a stone and wood if you want. I, I, you read my mind. I was going to say the perfect intersection between the ginger beer and like a Tui's new or something is the stone and wood, okay? And you can you can have that. I remember buying a case of alcoholic ginger beers once, Henry. It sets you back like $110 for 24 a, of them. It's they freaking are, crazy. They're actually one of the few drinks I'd say that you might as well get at a pub because you don't save all that much money buying a can, like at all. Yeah. Um, you know who drinks alcoholic ginger beers? It's just people from Sydney. Oh, Scum mate. of the earth, can't play footy, oh, worship you know what Nathan they, Cleary, and, and they drink he, those, where'd he go? They drink those crap new Brookvale Union pink, oh, sh- vodka pink little crap. You know, put some... That's so Sydney. That's disgusting to me. Put some hair Would in anyone chest. be mad? Would anyone be mad if we just... Kind of, kind of cut New South Wales off. No, I don't think anyone would care. I, can I don't think anyone would give a fine. shit. Don't the Victoria, Melbourne fine. We'll, I'll fine. take Melbourne over all of they, New South Wales. They, they get a different thing. Mm. You know? They get it, but in a different way. Do you uh, know what I want? I want to yeah. take Barrel, where Don Bradman was born. Yes. Great oh. town. We'll take that and put it in Queensland. That yeah. can be like East. That can be like West Berlin. It's just <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, I want yeah. Barrel to be a little pocket of Queensland within New South Wales. Um, the rest we'll of it in take, the bin. Uh, Coldale, about now South Sydney. Great. We'll we will that. take Coldale as well. Uh, but outside of that, fuck New South Wales, straight in the bin. Also, we'll take those little pubs in Sydney that we very much liked. Mm. We will take those. We'll take. We'll take Surrey Hills. <laughs> we'll take Surrey Hills, <laughs> and no, we'll take the rest of it. But everything else, we'll take the SCG. We'll have yep. that. We'll put it next to the Gabba. We will have yep, that. Do like that. Uh, we'll probably take some of those suburban football, Leichhardt Oval and Brookvale. So we'll take that. That we will take. That uh, we will take. Oh, here's Gigi one. Martin Place. This is big. Can no, they can keep that. <laughs> um, here's you can have Redfern. You can have Cronulla. Yeah, that's fine. You can, now I would. This is big. We might take the harbour. <laughs> Look, we'll take the harbour. We, we have, may just take the harbour. You can have Newtown. Yeah, have Newtown. Like, like it's touch and go. But I'm not going to lose sleep over you guys having Newtown. Um, which is sort of Stone's like Stone's Corner. Corner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in uh, some ways. 
1931, the Annerley Church of Christ commenced outreach into Stones Corner, but the initiative was not successful and it ceased after a few years. Gee. How is outreach not successful? Yeah. Well, we failed, no, we're failed good. to reach out, God. It just must mean that the residents of Stones Corner were like, nah, not interested. You look like you need help. Nah, all good. No, and certainly not from you. No, thanks. No, I love okay. that from them. Pushing yeah. back. Uh, uh, well, good on them. In 1975, now this is interesting because this goes yeah, to the this heart is, of this podcast this is about whether it is a suburb. In 1975, which I think is fairly recently, the suburb of Stones Corner was absorbed into the neighbouring suburb of Greenslopes before officially returning to a suburb of its own in November 2017. Now, I believe this is the second Berlin reference I'll make in about 45 seconds. Yeah, very cool. But, mate, that's some, that's some Berlin shit because who owns it? It's swapping hands. Is it green slopes? Now it's not green slopes. It's, I just think that's interesting. I, and Isabella messaged in and pointed out that local, I believe, state politician Joe Kelly. Mm. Uh, cool name. Cool name indeed. Now, Joe Kelly, uh, in his pre-election signage, trumpeted as one of his achievements, was making Stones Corner a suburb again. So a little bit Trumpian of make America great again. But I feel like, he, he's got a, it's hard to quantify greatness. Whereas if Joe Kelly can straight up say, hey, 2017, I was the member. I made this a suburb again. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. Well, hats off to Joe Kelly. I, I, I want more of this in Brisbane. I want suburbs chopping and changing constantly. I'm massive team make Rosalie its own suburb. Because it, you yeah, know, no, it wouldn't have yeah. to be. What are the, what are the, it's probably something we should be across. Oh, absolutely. I have no idea. What are the benefits? There has to be some sort of council rates funding it, benefit to being a suburb. If, if, especially if a local need, politician is heralding yeah. it as one of his I wonder if we need to get into bed with developers because I wonder whether, <laughs> whether part of the reluctance to make Rosalie a separate suburb is it means developers and even landowners in Paddington probably want to retain the Paddington name over Rosalie. Good point. Which makes it all the more a triumph that all these green slaves people are like, yeah, fuck it, cool, it's Stones Corner. I wonder if that was, I wonder how heated that was because it was 1975. So they had, it was about, it was like 40 years, 42 years of being part of green slaves. And then they, cool. so I wonder very if this was a math. sustained movement. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but either way, good on green slopes. Uh, you're, uh, you gave up Stones Corner. Um, and I think Israel and Palestine could learn a lot from that. I think a two suburb solution. <laughs> I think it's very, very, very smart. Yeah, no, no. Should we talk? Uh, should we talk about a more contemporary take? Let's do it. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Uh, Stones Corner, mm. famous neighbour, West End. Although actually, they're not. They're not actually that close to each other. Like Stones Corner is, I'd say, in a lot more ways, it's more wool and gabbery. It's more green slopesy, but. There is definitely this shared secondhand shops, have a beer, vaguely bohemian, uh, but you're still in Brisbane, so keep a lid on it vibe to Stone's Corner. Henry, where do you fall on it? I Yeah, I think a lot of people would say, and I think this is some of the messages we got, was it's the wannabe West End. And that may have been true 20 years ago, but... I sort of think, based on my limited experience, that Stones Corner, in the way that when something becomes mainstream, it just loses its indie flair, I think you can make a pretty good argument that Stones Corner, on paper, is cooler than West End. I, I wonder if it's yeah. 
sort yeah. of usurped Absolutely. West End as being more bohemian simply because, and you know, I think probably in 15 years, Stone's Corner will be too gentrified and there'll be another one. It'll be usurped but, by like a, some pocket in Maruka or something. Well, because Henry, that, yeah, that also taps into like essentially the process of gentrification, which is you start with a relatively working class suburb, then because it's cheap, artist types, bohemian types, students, baristas, everyone moves in because it's cheap, it's close to the city, it's accessible. Then they make it on paper cool or trendy and then the wealthy start moving in. It becomes gentrified. Everyone else gets kicked out and it gets a bit sterile. And West End is sort of in the throes of that right now. Like you go to some pockets of West End and it's like, right, Harris Farm Markets, you know, a, a million flash apartments along the river. How Morning in, after. How in any world could this be the cool suburb? But there's still, you know, little pockets that are holding on. And I really like West End. But Stone's Corner is in a beautiful spot because they're still, it's still a lot cheaper than West End. It's close to the city and there's still just enough people there who, I saw, I actually saw this great tweet about it that was like, basically whether or not a suburb can still exist as a cool suburb is whether or not you can rent there on a part-time barista salary. Because if you've got <laughs> part-time baristas and part-time bartenders and everyone in this suburb, it's going to have this great cool vibe. But it's everyone who, if it's everyone who goes to the city five out of seven days of the week, there's not really going to be that much of a vibe there. There'll be a couple of nice restaurants. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, it's a lot cooler than West End. And, and particularly cool people like Hugh uh, live there or just frequent there. Yeah, so the resident uh, friend of the show, Keenan Pakistani and cooler than Mick Jagger, Hamish did mm. something which annoys us to no end, which oh. is Joe and which, I which put on I... our Instagram story, tell us your stories about this suburb. And then every week, someone will get in contact. This week it was Hamish and we'll say, you've got to speak to this person. And then and it'll be like, yeah, cool, because we're, we're fucking detectives. Here's <laughs> one. If, if they want to be on our show, they can come to us. And you did. <laughs> And you did, which is great. I so will we, say, so, so Hamish say is correct in this situation. Partly, uh, and, and I'd say a mitigating factor for Hame is that as soon as we realised we were doing Stone's Corner, I did have the thought of, fuck, I really hope Hugh reaches out. Because I know, I, I, I had a drink at the Stone's Corner Hotel with Hugh and Hamish and a few others um, like a month or two ago. And Hugh was asking me. Invites. It was, <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. Where was your flight? Yeah, I could have, I could have come, heard of a plane, mate. I could have come I back. Come back, could have come back. I would have come back for a drink. Drink at Stone's Corner, mate. I would have been on the next Jetstar. What are you talking yeah, about? Absolutely. Uh, Do it on, book it on points. <laughs> um, See you later. But Hugh, we were talking like at some length of what do you think of Stone's Corner? Because it is, most people in Brisbane have been to the valley, West End, New Farm, Paddington. Like, but, but Stone's Corner is a little less trodden. Uh, and I thought it was excellent. But yes, uh, Hugh did reach out to us, Henry. And, and what was his analysis? Well, he, he at first, because I, I, I wasn't aware of his infatuation with Stone's Corner. So oh, I was you just can't, like, you can't is, he the, is, he, is he the mayor or something? He sent us a video, in fact. And it's oh. a, it was a seven-minute video that I watched uh, in between you know, coming in and out of sleep as I was. And... Yeah, so it's this seven-minute video. I think he put it together for an assignment. It's friggin' beautiful. It's like an art piece, this thing. And I did say that to Huey. I was like, mate, this is gorgeous. It's 
basically, I think he had to put it together. It's clearly some sort of... He, he made the point that I sort of alluded to earlier. I think he called the skyscrapers that are popping up around Stone's Corner the Death Stars, which I thought was very mm, good. Yeah, a excellent. few choice lines from it. He said, Stone's Corner might seem scary, but it only seems that way. Really, it just wants to be your friend. It's like a and snake. At, yeah, and at the end, he said, when I'm in... He said something like, when I'm, when I'm in Stone's Corner, I feel like I'm in Brisbane. And when I feel like I'm in Brisbane, <laughs> I feel like I'm home. Or something. I'm, I'm paraphrasing yeah. it. I'm butchering it. But there was a Possibly beautiful... Possibly butchering. The, it was the last line of the video. It was, it's, yeah. oh, what was it? It was like, it's the last bit of this seven-minute video. And I watched no, the whole thing. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. He, he makes some great points. He says... I think it must have been some sort of like heritage subject, but he basically makes the point. He's like, I haven't really given you any uh, actual plans of action as to why uh, ways that methods that we could preserve old classic buildings, but by highlighting their beauty, maybe that's all I can do is just saying, Hey, look how good these buildings are. Why isn't that enough of a reason to not knock yeah. them down? Which I thought was, very, it was quite, a, quite a nice take. And you were in the video at the one minute 20 mark. Was that? Yeah, he, he clearly just filmed it on his face. It's this drinks. You're oh, in it, Caitlin, Tim. It's yeah, like all of yeah. you sitting around having oh. a drink at the Stones. No, also, there's I, a lot of people in this video, like people looking out their windows, blokes on park benches. I don't think Hugh got a heap of permission from these people. <laughs> He's definitely, there's definitely one moment where he films a bloke sitting at a table enjoying a beer and the bloke's just blatantly picking his nose. <laughs> I'm like, I doubt, I doubt that guy signed a waiver to appear in Hugh's uh, little seven-minute documentary about uh, Stone's no, Corner. You're 100% right. I remember Hugh having a video camera. I didn't realise it was for a documentary. That's fantastic. Yeah, I do he, think it should be enough to show that the vibe is great and the buildings are beautiful. Like we shouldn't mm. have to mount a really complex argument. Also, particularly in the world where like, if it's a suburb where there's some beautiful buildings and some fucking ugly buildings, just keep building ugly buildings on the ugly buildings. That's fine. But don't take the beautiful ones away from us. It's like, yeah. how, in, it's like how in Paddington, there's always like little blocks of units proposed and it's always, let's knock down a beautiful, old, gorgeous Queenslander. How about you knock down the beautiful, sorry, the ugly shit brick units and just build mm. some more or knock down like the world's worst Woolworths and car park and build some. Good, that, that would be a good state building regulation is it's like if ugly it's must ugly. be replaced. We, you mu if you want to build an ugly building, you have yeah. to find something of equal or Ug greater ugliness, ugliness. and yeah, yeah. that's the threshold. You He's have reading to the legislation and, you know, there's all these great cases about <laughs> what equal yeah, yeah. or greater ugliness is. And then it's like this real complicated area of the law about the fugly doctrine. It's like when does it go into when does it go into fugly? And then and just, judges are like Henry, you just read my mind. I was just thinking the judges develop their own fugly approach to it. I a, I used the word fugly the other night at yeah. a cocktail evening. Yeah. And it was it was not received well. And it, can I just say it was it was used to describe a person clearly <laughs> one of the more attractive people like oh and and i was Ooh. it was clearly a joke of Ooh. like oh this well you wouldn't well you wouldn't know them what's her their name? intent jennifer aniston <laughs> jennifer As I said, she's in townsville uh, <laughs> But I, was, I used it sarcastically. I was like, oh, that person, bloody fugly, aren't they? And then, was, and, then, and then a discussion ensued about the word fugly. And as I said, then that, I was like, I think we're bringing it back. 
Yeah, well, fugly. I think we're reclaiming fugly. Oh, I want to be like, I want to be able to walk into a bar and be like, I'm feeling fugly tonight. <laughs> um, when I was in primary school, someone told me fugly meant fat and ugly, but it definitely means fuck ugly, right? Yeah, fuck ugly. Yeah, yeah okay. Good. Just wanted to settle fat that. Fat and one. ugly? No, it's not fuck. <laughs> fuck ugly. That'd be fatly. Um, have we got anything more for contemporary? My well, Hugh covered most of it. I just document so. I did. I did. I yeah. Luke wrote in and said it's got more secondhand shops than streets. We already touched on the Joe he's, Kelly thing. He's dead right though. Absolutely. Uh, oh, I looked at the uh, the Visit Brisbane website for Stones. Oh yes. As we mentioned, yes. the Wikipedia was so uh, slim, and. It talks about having unique, great restaurant scene and then goes on to list as one of the examples, Five Burrows. Now, you and I have thoughts on Five Burrows and its feasibility as a cool hangout spot that we've been Mm. dragged to several times. I'll say Five Burrows worries me. It worries me too. Because on one hand, I do like it because it's kind of in some spots the last bastion of being able to get a tap beer, like sort of there are some locations for five boroughs where I'm like, this wasn't going to be replaced by a cool pub or a cool spot anyway. So I can yeah. live with it, but certainly not at stone's corner. No, nah. like, I'm sorry. I think, great I don't know happening place. Went to a great Greek place there. Stone's corner hotel is great. Why did we need a five boroughs? Also, I just have this general thing. There are way too many fucking burger joints in Brisbane and I'm going to say possibly the world and Australia. I I don't... Burgers for me, I had this thought the other day, I think they're one of the most consistently underwhelming meals based on how often they're served. Compare it, for example, if you will, the humble pizza. Most times I'm like, that was pretty good pizza. Burgers. You reckon you're more likely to get a bad pizza than a bad oh, burger? No, nah, other way around. No, the opposite. Easily yeah. other way around. Yeah. I just, I also, just this time too, I'll, I'll be interested to see if you agree. I don't think there is a worse takeaway food or more accurately a delivery food than the burger. It just gets soggy. The chips get soggy. It really has to be like dine in, eat at the moment you get it. And pizza by design. We've all oh. seen Spider-Man. We've all seen Spider-Man oh, too. Mate. Pizza Travels built well. for delivery. Travels extremely well. In saying that, I'm probably going to have grilled for dinner. Oh, um, I exclude grilled from this because I <laughs> fucking love grilled. <laughs> I'd, eat, I'd seriously eat grilled like two, maybe three times a week at times. They're doing a Demogorgon burger. Yeah, have you had it? Have you seen how the sauce no. is dripping down half of it? Looks it's drip- it looks... It looks, it looks messy, horrible. but I'm, I'm you know, it's intrigued. It's like the Batman burger. Like Grilled is like, let's make a themed burger and let's make it fucking horrible. Let's not oh, tempt anyone into the thing. Mate, do you know Kate, Kate Bush is charting again, though? Did you know? Yeah. I, was, I reckon ABC News Breakfast ran that, like, today. <laughs> They're like, and in a bit of interesting news, you might have found out that Kate Bush is running up. That hill is back in the charts. I'm like, bro, we were well, this, well litigated. Like, well litigated. And by yeah, virtue of the a fact song, that it's running up like the it. charts, we all know. Like, it can't and be Kate Bush had to release. Poor old Kate Bush had to come out and release a no, statement. No, no. She's very private. Wife of George Bush. 
it's so funny to release news about something going up the charts because that means it's popular and a lot of people listening to it. It's like news being released about other news. It's like, yeah, we see breakfast being like, and in other news, there has been a lot of reporting today on state of origin. It's like, yeah. Yeah, It's like, of course you did that. Yeah. We're all listening to it. So So how much do chart, like I saw, I saw something floating around being like, it's now at number one on the iTunes chart. I'm like, what? People paying $2.19 for it. Like who's who's still using the iTunes chart as a metric? It's like, oh, I might, I might whack that on my nano. (laughs) Fucking oath. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's much else to say. Uh, oh, the other thing, apart from five boroughs, that the Visit Brisbane website said, Joey, was that yeah. it trumpeted as a benefit of the suburb free Wi-Fi, to which I don't understand. Is that saying like the suburb itself has? Is there like Stones Corner free Wi-Fi Actually, you can log into? Well, maybe because yeah, there's Brisbane City free Wi-Fi. Like maybe, or maybe it's just that and that city council Wi-Fi is available in Stones Corner. Oh, know. you know what? I'm going to choose to believe. Um, like in Life of Pi, uh, where yep. you choose to believe the story that wasn't yeah, yeah. this yep. kid ate his mum. Uh, yep. I'm going to choose to believe that it's Stone Corner, Stone's Corner Wi-Fi. Like it's its own thing. That's very cute to me. I wonder if anyone's ever just like got on the council free Wi-Fi and just torrented like heaps of porn. Just gone, just oh, yeah. gone berserk. I sometimes, I sometimes think about that if like, how many people have just gotten on like the UQ Wi-Fi? <laughs> I think it was. All, I think it was. I think we. I think it's blocked. Is it? I don't know. I like. Well, that I don't. Of us know. I don't spend a lot like of time it. at UQ anymore. No, no, no. Well, you know, you have to stay 100 meters away from the campus. That is true. That's that weird uh, that's... age gap that you had with one of the. <sighs> the ankle bracelet is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've got a weird ankle bracelet tan. Speaking uh, of such speaking matters, of, yeah. Let's do it, baby. Does it Stone's Corner fuck? Every day of the week for me. 100%. I think it's cool. I think it's on the cutting edge. I think it was into foot fetishes before anyone else was. Whoa, I okay. Think, I think it's it's sharp sex. It's angular. It feels great. I think it it's gingery. It's, it's ginger beer. It's a guy's filming it. <laughs> um, for his video, yeah. I think Stone's Corner absolutely without permission. Fucking fucks, you know. Simple. I saw. A t- I know we've referred to a few tweets today. I saw <laughs> oh, mate, a, I saw our a conversation tweet. these days is. Oh, I saw a great tweet. Oh, oh tweet. <laughs> you're just a pastiche of tweets. <laughs> I um, I saw a tweet that was like. COVID is going through my friends like a moderately charming improv comedian yeah, in the 2010s. <laughs> and like, it's that's that comedian described in that tweet, like this mildly charming, sort of well dressed hipster improv comedian. I think that's who Stone's Corner is. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think, I think it's, it's having a lot of sex. I think Stone's Corner's fucking a lot now. I don't know if Stone's Corner's fucking a lot in 10 years, but it's taken its chance while it's got it and it's going all guns blazing. It has a window, it fell yeah. into its lap, and it's going to use every, it's going to fire every gun it's got with all the bullets it's got Couldn't until, into, yeah, I think so. You're right. I, like, I just remembered You're absolutely that. Absolutely right. The Stones Corner Hotel used to have a sit down comedy club on Sunday oh, nights. And yes. I think I did it once and had, had an atrocious time. Uh, yeah. Not that. I had a terrible set. Because my fault. Yeah. That's because when I Whenever a comedian uh, does badly, it's their fault. And they're mm-hmm. the first to tell you that. 
They'll be yeah. They are what, the first what comedians, to own up. What and comedians say, like to do? What that was on me. It was comedians like to the do. The room was fess up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, you, what you'll never see are the following things: a comedian blaming the crowd, the venue, the comedian before them, the MC, the comedian <laughs> after them, the vibe in the room, uh, the temperature. That, oh, that won't happen. Was, I was too oh. cold. Too hot. My know, jokes were good. It's just that someone's food arrived. If there's any group of people that loves to take responsibility, it's comedians. They are just brilliant at that. And you know what their skin is? Thick. <laughs> Thick oh, skin. You can can't, make a can't get a barb through edgeways, mate. It's just honestly and, confidence and security. And and their <laughs> this thick is particularly the skin's particularly at its thickest. In the five minutes after they get off stage, that's you just couldn't get anything through their armor. And I'll tell you when they're great conversation and really chilled presence, five minutes before they go on stage. Oh, mate, that is when they are just easy It's like going. being on Ellen, just back and forth, <laughs> positive chats, just lovely. Yeah. Oh, just relentless, well-intentioned banter, you know. And that's and what Stone's you, Corner is. Yeah, that's Stone's Corner for me. Righto. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And we're rapidly running out of time. Uh, I think that was a great unpacking of Stone's Corner. If you like the episode, uh, drop us a line. Uh, go to um, uh, go to the Patreon for the Maddie Johns show and donate there because <laughs> <laughs> I really like yeah. listening to it, and so it's in my interest for that show to continue. It's all good. Uh, well, yeah. Let us let us know what you want. Go buy a ticket to the single launch. Uh, yep. for, or the mangrove is single it true, part. or did you read it in the Korea Mail? A real and, protest anthem. And Henry, uh, you and I now have listened to the mixes. The mangrove's third album. I think it's going to knock some socks away. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Uh, yet again, it's all about Brisbane uh, to be expected. If anything, it's more about Brisbane than the second album was. Uh, and I think it's you know it's eleven original hits, and I can't wait for everyone to listen to it. Bad day to be a sock because you're about to be knocked off. Yeah, absolutely. Bad day to be an unfastened seatbelt. Get ready to do some HIAs on socks because they're getting knocked around. And unlike Isaiah Yao, we're going to catch these ones. How do you pronounce it? Isaiah Yao. <laughs> it's Isaiah Yo. Yo! <laughs> but I do like I it. I think you'd find the Penrith Panthers captain's name is Isaiah Yao. Yo! <laughs> like Nathan Yo! Cleary. Very uh, Nathan. Um, I hope they find him. Yeah, poor bloke. Uh, but thanks for listening in, everybody. Let us know what suburbs you want to hear next and uh, what you're enjoying, and particularly what you're not. Uh, just like comedians, we take negative <laughs> feedback extremely well. <laughs> yeah, we love notes. And if you're <laughs> and if you're anything like the guy who emailed our uh, official unpacking Brisbane <laughs> email this afternoon, saying he works for an audio company and he'd like to help us bring our idea and vision to life, uh, thanks for that email. You're about three years too late. Uh, yep. The idea's been, been coming to life for three years. It's, it's alive. Uh, we've been doing it for ages. It's alive. It's like 18 years old. Maybe it's acting out, but the idea is definitely fucking alive. It's alive, mate. Anyway, Bye, guys. You, Be good. And remember, you live in the best state on earth. Be proud. Thank you.